Welcome to Echo Sunday Service. We are so glad that you're with us today. To all the fathers, papas, grandparents, father figures, happy Father's Day. We love you, we see you, we appreciate all you do for your family. We have something fun planned for you today donuts for dads. It's super laid back. You may be hearing about it for the first time, and that's why we are making it super easy for you. Drive by Martin Luther King Jr. Park off Center Street and grab a bag of donuts for dad. Or if you're needing some social time, stay and hang out. Echo will be there from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Bring a picnic for the fam or just come hang. We can't wait to see you. Because of this, we are skipping Zoom today. Drive by the park and see our real life faces. <laughs> We are greatly anticipating regathering as a church family. We are on the lookout for a usable location. For the month of June, gather around the table, invite a family over weekly. Gather on Sunday morning or any day of the week and experience church online together and share a meal. During this COVID season, we have been able to continually give back to our community due to your consistent reoccurring giving. If you have not yet set up reoccurring giving, would you consider doing so today? It will only take a few minutes of your time and it'll give you the ease of taking something off that to-do list. Just head to our website to sign up. Today is the start of our brand new series, Summer Playlist, God is Singing Over You. Andy sits down with Scott as they discuss one of Scott's favorite songs and how it speaks to him. We hope you are inspired by the conversation. If you're new to Echo, expect this to last about 35 minutes. We'll start with the Echo Band. You'll hear from Andy and Scott. We'll take a moment of reflection and we'll wrap up hearing some closing thoughts. If you have any prayer requests, please reach out, comment below, or send us an email. We're in this together. Hey Echo Church. Hi guys. Mike and Carly as Mary here. We hope your week is going well and we just want to encourage you today from the book of Daniel 3 starting at verse 25. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were just thrown into the fire. And then King Nebuchadnezzar shouted, Look, I see four men, unbound, walking around in the fire unharmed, and the fourth looks like a god. Shortly after, they step out of the furnace, and everyone sees that the fire has not touched them. Not a hair on their heads are singed, and they don't even smell a smoke. Yeah, we just find this verse encouraging um, because they were walking through the fire together, and um, you know, us as a community, uh, as Echo Church, um, we're walking through these things together. Um, and even more so in this verse, Jesus is in the fire with them walking around and they come out unharmed. So I just want to encourage you guys, whatever you're going through, whatever trials, whatever's going on in your life, that you are not alone. You are in a community of people that care about you. And most importantly, that Jesus is in it with you. So we love you guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, like a rushing river, God. In a river, let mercy flow through my heart, through my soul. Like a rushing river, let mercy flow through my heart, through my world. Like a rushing river, let mercy flow through my heart, to my world. Like a rushing river, let mercy flow through my heart, to my world. 
Make me a vessel of your peace Where there is war, let fighting cease All that divides us Come reconcile us Make me a vessel of your peace Make me a vessel of your love Where there is hatred, break it up All creeds and colors Bind us together Make me a vessel of your love Come like a rushing river. Invade this space, God. Let your presence just become known. You are here with us, God. Like a rushing river, let mercy Rushing river, let mercy flow to my heart, to my world. Like a rushing river, let mercy flow through my heart, to my world. Like a rushing river, let mercy flow to my heart, to my world.
wherever I am, wherever I go. Hey, what's up, Echo Church? Man, I'm super excited about today as we start a brand new series called Summer's Playlist. And really what we're going to do is just have a few conversations with our friends, some friends that you know and some that you've not yet met. Uh, but we're just simply going to have those conversations uh, framed up with talking about a favorite song of theirs, uh, a story of their life or what they've gone through, and then leaning into scripture and saying, God, what do you have to say for us at this very moment, this very season of our life? And, and the overarching scripture for this series is Psalms 40. And so I just wanted you to encourage it to memorize, encourage you to memorize that scripture. Uh, but, but just so we have a little bit of context of what we're, what we're, what I believe that God wants to do in our life. Let me just read it in Psalms 40. This is a changing season for David. He writes, I waited patiently for the Lord. Man, he was struggling in Psalms 39. And then it says this, till he turned towards me and he heard my cry and he brought me up out of the roaring pit. He, he put me up out of the muddy ooze. Man, David is making it very clear that the season before, man, was a struggle. But he's saying here, man, I waited upon you, Lord, and you showed up. And a commentary, man, actually, and during the roaring, it says the roaring pit, it could also be translated as the pit of noise. And I believe David wrote this with, with some people that went before him. And he also wrote this with the people that were coming after him. That was just saying, hey, if, if you go through this pit and you went through this pit, and I made it and God showed up that God can do the same in your life as well. And, and man, that's what I believe that God wants to do in this very moment in the existence of Echo Church, in your life, in a part of your story that God wants to show up. He wants to take you out of the pit and he wants to do something new in your life. And guess what it says? It says in verse three, it says, he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise. And in, in this season, I believe that God is moving us from mourning into motivation. I believe that God is calling us to move from grieving into gladness. And I also believe that God is transitioning us from the unknown and into the open spaces that God wants us to throw away those old wineskins as he pours brand new life and new wine in us. And that's what this series is all about, believing that God has put a new song in our heart for this very season. And if we live it out, that the world will see it and come to know Him. David is that he can write this like super positive, like God is doing something awesome and I'm excited and you work your way a little further and I might as well just end my life because I'm so frustrated <laughs> with what's, like it's just this very, you get to see some really transparent moments. You get to see the, the high highs and the low lows in David's life and he's really open and honest about it, which I think is kind of aligning with what we're talking about as far as, as, far as music goes. Yeah, you talk about music, you have, kind of the victory songs. Yeah. 
those energetic, let's get down and dance. I mean, some of my favorite moments is sitting in this living room right here, dancing with our children. I love it. And dancing with my children. Keza has these moves, man. And she, what she'll do is she'll go in front of our fireplace and kind of look in the mirror of that glass and she'll be like, she just kind of works it like she's a professional dancer. So, it, it, but the power of music. And David, he had those, he had that ability to celebrate, but he also had that ability to lament. Absolutely, be transparent and not be afraid of it. The other thing that David does that I really appreciate is he's not afraid to be frustrated with God. He's mm -hmm. not afraid to ask questions. He knows that God's big enough to handle those questions in those times of challenge, and he goes right after it. Yeah, his music is authentic. Yes, no question. We love authenticity. Truth. So, Scott, we're, we've asked you to share a song. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have you sing that today. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, number two, give us a story. Uh -huh. uh, give us kind of the theme. Uh, maybe tell us a little bit about what God has been saying to you in this process. And then also, let's lean into scripture and see where we can go from here. I'm in. Let's go. So, man, what do you got? So, the song that I picked is a song called Hear You Me by Jimmy Eat World. Is anybody surprised that Scott Scholl picked <laughs> Jimmy, love, Eat Jimmy Eat World? World. Uh, I went and saw Jimmy Eat World in 2001 when they toured for a record called Bleed American. And... Uh, just a super important band in my my late teens and early 20s. And so even to the point where we use this song in our wedding, this is the song that Jamie walked down the aisle to. Uh, it was really important to us. Uh, it's a beautiful song and also uh, a pretty significant song. And so in the song, they're writing about some people that they'd lost, some people that passed away and that they wished they could say thank you for some things that they had done in their lives. And it really speaks to me in two ways. One is it speaks to me in the idea that be grateful and be present and tell your friends you love them and be supportive and mm -hmm. be in their lives and make it so that if anything was to happen, you know you left your relationship in a good spot. And it's probably something that I maybe feel more convicted about than something I'd tell you I could celebrate uh, in my life. And the other thing that I took out of this was how temporary what we're doing is how how short in the grand scheme of things this time really is and what are we doing with mm -hmm. that time and how are we valuing that so um it talks about the idea the, the song says that i never said thank you for that i thought i might get one more chance and i think sometimes we think i remember being a 20 year old and i felt like life was going to go on forever then you get 30 and you you know do something hard the day before and you wake up and you feel it a little bit mm -hmm. and then you're 40 and you roll out a few pieces of sod and you barely get, you barely get out of bed the next day. And it's funny how the older you get, the more of a reminder that you have a limited amount of time. Yeah. And so I think for me, this is a, a pretty big reminder of that part. You know what it reminds me of? What's that? Is the Cinderella story with Hilary Duff. I'm assuming that you're playing and picking that song because not only is that song your favorite, but the Cinderella story featuring Hilary Duff. I don't even know what that is. Is your favorite movie. Is that song in there? Or? Yes, it's in there. Come on, it, it is, is not. It is, it's there. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs>
Jimmy World sold the rights to this song. Oh my goodness. Learning something new. You want to watch that movie tonight? Uh, maybe. If the, if you promise those songs in there, I'm in. That's I'll put funny. my mask on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, why don't you read some lyrics? I mean, I know you've already yeah. done that in oh, some respect. So, yeah, why don't you read, read us a few lyrics uh, and maybe talk a little bit about um, how those lyrics um, touch your heart or at least trigger something in your mind. Absolutely. Um, so, there's no one in town I know. You gave us some place to go. I never said thank you for that. I thought I might get one more chance. So what would you think of me now? So lucky, so strong, so proud. Never said thank you for that. Now I'll never have a chance. Is the thoughts of the song. You know, one of the reasons that Jamie and I picked this song for our wedding was we had lost Jamie's dad like a year before. And so it kind of played a part. And the chorus of this song says, May angels lead you in. Hear you me, my friends. On sleepless roads, the sleepless go. May angels lead you in. And it's interesting because it, it has a somber tone to it, but I think it also has a celebratory tone to it. And I think as believers, I think it has an even more celebratory tone to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm, if I'm being honest, when I, I remember that song. Mm -hmm. I remember that in our heyday, right? Yeah. At the pinnacle of our existence Seriously. in college. 20 years old, right? Uh, that song came out and probably hit the top record charts. Uh, and, you know, the Cinderella story is my favorite. Um, <laughs> Obviously. But I, when I listen to it, um, I can kind of get a little melancholy. And I don't really like getting there. I don't like going there. Okay. Emotionally. So help me understand that. Like, it seems to be that you're okay with maybe that a little bit more than I am. I am. Uh, it's because, well, there's a couple parts to that. Um, one is, I think embracing that a little bit is part of being human, right? Understanding the, the good and the bad. Like, one of my favorite things about living in Minnesota is that your winter makes your summer. And so if you didn't have winter, if it was always mm. like this every day, you just wouldn't appreciate it. To me, there's a, a, such a positive reminder in it. So maybe celebratory isn't quite the right tone, but, but there is this opportunity to learn from somebody else. And I remember, this is college, I think, where we realized that if you have to learn from your own mistake, that's the dumbest way to learn. Mm. If you can learn from somebody else's mistake, you start to find wisdom. Come on. And so I'm thinking about something like this to be reminded constantly that we should be appreciative of the things that are going on and be celebrating and be uh, just enjoying the life that God's given us, enjoying the relationship that God's given us, enjoying the ministry that He's given us, and enjoying the seasons that come with that. And so when we talk about melancholy. I think you've got to be okay with those times and those feelings so that you can be okay on the mountaintop feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about the 23rd Psalm and you think about David, he talks about this like the valley of the shadow of death, like this super dark spot. But in those moments, he talks about walking along, you know, cool waters mm -hmm. and, you know, and I lie down in green pastures. He's just reminding us that to, to appreciate the good, you have to be walking. You have to understand the bad too or the, the hard times too. And there's no one in town I know 
you gave us some place to go and I never said thank you for that I thought I might get one more chance and oh, what would you think of me now so lucky so strong so proud and I never said thank you for that I thought I might get one more chance And may angels lead you in And hear you, me, my friends on sleepless roads the sleepless go may angels lead you in This is a really incredible chapter. There's a ton going on and there's a lot of really neat things. But if we start around verse five, we read the idea that we are messengers or errand runners for Christ that are set out to let light shine out of us into the darkness. Mm -hmm. And we carry that light in verse seven in clay pots, right? In clay jars. It's a reminder that the power comes from God and not from us. And when I said there's some other verses, one of the things that sticks out to me is if you look at the idea of in Psalms 30, God turns our mourning into dancing. Mm -hmm. And we read in Isaiah 61 that he that we can trade our ashes for beauty. And the problem is in sometimes I think we think those are like the solution, right? Like, hey, I know something terrible happened. I know you lost your job. I know this, that, and the other happened. I know the book of Job is unfolding in your life right now, but hey... God's going to turn your morning into dancing, put on that big smile. And instead, I think what that is, is that's a process. That's a process of that light in us mm -hmm. unfolding. That's that mm -hmm. light in us, you know, coming out a little bit. It's, it's God's grace working in us as opposed to this thing we can put in a greeting card to kind of solve our lives. Does that make sense? Totally. The end of uh, verse seven, it says, uh, so that it will be evident that such overwhelming power comes from God yep. and not from us. That's right. That God is in the business of, of uh, putting that light in these uh, clay jars, right? Yep. And when you mentioned that reference to clay jars, my, my mind went to John 2. It's the story of Jesus turning water into wine. <laughs> and uh, when, when they were like, hey, what do, what do we do? What do we do? Uh, Jesus says, uh, I, I believe in verse 7, nice. uh, 2 verse 7, says Jesus told them, fill the jars with water. And so they turn these uh, 
these these in essence jars that were meant to cleanse individuals. But fairly ordinary jars too, right? I yeah, mean, very large jars, yep. a lot of water. And uh, Jesus said, "Go fill it with water," and they just did it out of obedience. And then they said, "Go bring it to the master." And when the master took a drink, um, God's power was evident. Because it was no longer water, but it was wine. And I think of the song that you sang. Uh, I think there are songs in this season that we're listening to right now. Then a year from now, when we look back in this season, there might be some lamenting that we still feel. Absolutely. Because then I think, because I believe in this moment, God wants to begin to put that treasure within us. Absolutely. That He wants to fill this clay jar Uh with his presence amen Uh, and even though we might lament today even though our clay jars are empty god is in the business of overflowing us so that we walk into our world into our family and be the joy around us that we're no longer just stagnant water but we are wine overflowing come on you take something that is just ordinary and because of Jesus in that moment and what he does, it becomes something extraordinary. Mm. I love it, man. I'm in. Let's do it. So I guess my question for us, for all of us in this season right now, even though we might feel empty and we might feel dry, we might feel like our jars are cracked and leaky, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm wondering if we would lean in enough or long enough for God to begin to refill us, that this season wouldn't be remembered as a season of emptying, but it would turn to a season of overflowing. Overflowing not with stagnant water, not with just being comfortable, but being filled with the joy that the Lord can fill with us so that we might spill over in the world around us. Absolutely. If you look at kind of the middle of this chapter and I'm guilty of seeing this every time I read it, but we are pressed but not crushed. Mm-hmm. We are persecuted but not abandoned. We're struck down but not destroyed, right? Yeah. It's it's one of those, like, even when I read the fact that we are these broken, like these weak, think about clay pots that you made in school, right? We're talking about super weak things, mm-hmm. but we are pressed but not crushed. Yeah. God is working with us and through us in those mm-hmm. times. He is using the fact that you're a weak vessel and I'm a weak vessel and we're all weak weak vessels He's using that to his glory, which is exactly what we're all trying to pursue anyway. That's absolutely true. My my brother one time when we were in this uh, debate about faith, he goes, all Christians are, are weak. And I looked at him and I said, that is right. Amen. We are. And know it. We are. We're weak. Yes. And we're those broken jar, That's clay, exactly. pots. When you finish up the chapter in verse 16, it says, in the message, it says, we're not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart around us, on us, in us. On the inside, where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. Man, the world's falling apart around us all the time. I I mean, the seasons of our lives, we are, the chaos is happening, all those things, but God's grace is unfolding in us daily. Scott, thanks for sharing your song (laughs) with us. Uh, None of us are surprised that it's Jimmy Eat World when it comes to Scott. 
Uh, he actually, when he sings, he tries to sing like them. I wish I could sing. And when I sing, guess who I try to sound like? Who's that? You want to guess? Um, Shane. Pearl, or the other Shane. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. That's better. I mean, I might need to try to sing like Pearl Jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but man, I, I would just love to leave Echo Church with the verse that, that you you read and would love to just go out with this in mind. And and second uh, Corinthians 4, verse 7, it says, but we have this treasure in clay jars so that it will be evident that such overwhelming power comes from God and not from us. Let's pray. Yeah. Jesus, uh, we just lift up our friends, our family um, from Echo Church. And we just pray that today you would bring healing yes. within our clay pot and yes. our lives. Yes. Uh, that you would invade their homes, their hearts, their heads, mm. and that you would begin to make us whole. And God, I just pray that as that vessel is purified and made holy and set apart for your work, God, as you promised, I pray that that overwhelming power would come and be evident within our lives, that, that the stagnant water that we feel is a part of our life would become wine that is overflowing, that we would be people of joy, we'd be people of hope, we would be people that have the answer, and that you'd give us the boldness for us to step out and proclaim it in the mountaintops. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, you draw us back to the heart of the Father. generation stands in awe of your work God each one tells stories of your mighty acts your beauty and splendor have everyone talking I compose songs of your wonders your marvelous doings are headline news I could write a full book of details of your greatness the fame of your goodness spreads across the country your righteousness is is on everyone's lips God is all mercy and grace, not quick to anger, but so rich in love.
defeated, crushed, or abandoned, we believe that God wants to make evident his overwhelming power in your life. In order to experience God's love and forgiveness, start with open hands. Posture of surrender and acknowledge that we cannot do life on our own. We invite you into a relationship with God. Join us in this prayer. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me. In Jesus' name and his authority, amen. If you prayed that prayer of surrender for the first time or for the first time in a long time, would you text rescued to 97,000 or email us? We want to connect with you and help guide you in the next steps of your faith journey. You guys are amazing and are making a huge difference locally and around the world. You can give two ways. You can text the number below or you can go to our website. If you are able and have the means to give, would you please do so? If you don't have the means and you, don't, and you have a need, don't be afraid to ask. Echo's re-entry plan is to have you meet with families inside your homes. Consider inviting someone or a family to participate in the service at your home for next week. We are making plans for gathering together soon. Hang tight. We will get back to you as soon as we know what's going on. Join us today for our Father's Day picnic at Martin Luther King Park from 11 to 1. We want to see your beautiful faces. As we leave you today, May you be reminded that you are not alone. Look within yourself and find that flickering light. Let us be people who shine during these dark times, people who speak up. Let's look for opportunities to learn and grow from each other, allowing God to refill us during this season. Let's spill hope and joy into our families, into our neighborhoods, and into our city. Let's be messengers of Jesus and let's lean into each other. We want to wish you a happy Father's Day, and we hope to see you soon.